Well, hello everyone. We are back. I am back. I'm doing another edition of reacting to uh, the well thought out and uh, lucid thoughts of the fat positivity what uh, TikTok community. And uh, as a former overweight person myself, I feel like I can speak to some experience on this topic and the amount of mental and verbal gymnastics that has been going on in this thing. And it is, sometimes it's exhausting to listen to. Sometimes I feel like a lot of people in this community are making it a lot harder on themselves than to just face the truth. To summarize it all, in case you're new to this, uh, the movement of fat acceptance and body positivity is basically an overly elaborate coping mechanism people use to trick themselves into feeling good about being fat and overweight versus confronting the truth, which is you got here by yourself based off personal choices and lifestyle habits. It's not that difficult to understand. Well, if it's a consolation, I feel a lot better about myself. So, <laughs> so there's always a sunny side to all these things. So, I'm going to keep this one quick. Uh, topic of today's episode is about Taylor Swift, as you can imagine. Ooh, I just based on visuals, wow, I cannot wait to talk about Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift came out with an album, new album. It's a big deal. Yeah, okay. And she released a music video for one of her songs called Antihero, which is all about self-hatred and insecurity and blah 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 i mean i do not listen to taylor swift i'm sure you've probably gathered that by now but there is just a, maybe a two second clip in this video which has the whole fat acceptance body positivity community fuming over and there's a clip in the video i actually had to listen and watch this video for context and basically it's her like in a nightmare in the bathroom standing on the scale and instead of seeing a number it just says fat so she is speaking i mean i don't know how much creative direction she has in this video but she is basically speaking from her own personal experience and apparently not everybody is a fan of how she likes to portray her own personal experience in other words they're making her personal experience about them. Basically, this one TikTok video kind of summarizes it all. And you will hear the amount of quote-unquote logic behind all this. Hey, Taylor Swift, what the fuck, dude? Being fat is not a bad thing. Yes, it is. I mean, if you don't believe me, ask your niece. I mean, you can call everybody else fatphobic, but you know who is fatphobic? Your joints and your knees and your back. <sighs> If you're dry heaving going up a flight of stairs, that's probably not a good idea. God forbid when the zombie apocalypse comes, you know who's going to go first. You know, just like in that documentary Zombieland, cardio is everything. This is a very first world problem. Thank God we don't have any natural predators since we're top of the food chain. So it's just easy street after this. And in five seconds of your music video, you have successfully reinforced the idea that it is. And believe me, I'm empathetic that she has had an eating disorder and struggles with her relationship with food and herself. So where's my empathy? Cause it looks like you're taking her personal struggle and her own personal inner demons and making them about you. I get that music, I mean, any art form is up in, for interpretation, but the amount of outrage to 
demand an artist to apologize or reconfigure their art in order to suit your feelings to me is asinine. But that does not give her permission to perpetuate a really harmful fucking narrative. Yeah, like it, you know, it, you know, not everything has to be sugar and rainbows with regards to Taylor Swift. I guess she's pop, a pop artist and pop in the music industry is basically sugar for the years. I don't believe anybody has any authority to tell an artist what they can and cannot make. You cannot like the message all you want. She, she gets to own up to it and, you know, she can either A, cave or B, stand by it and, you know, uh, fast forward and spoiler alert, they ended up re-editing the video where they cut that little shot out. So it doesn't just go to fat, it just shows her and her, I guess, her inner demon both looking at the scale and looking disappointed. Like, she doesn't have to have like a focus group over what kind of music she can and cannot make. She doesn't need anybody's permission, like what messages she wants to portray in her songs. Dude, imagine how, how I feel right now talking about Taylor Swift. I don't give eight fucks about Taylor Swift. The only thing I give a fuck about is people demanding an artist uh, apologize and re-edit their own work because of how, because it offended them. I'm like, dude, don't you people ever watch South Park? <laughs> you get offended. Okay, now what? So what, she edited the video, so she took the shot out. Guess what, those feelings you have are still there. Whether or not she quote unquote perpetuates a harmful narrative doesn't matter because you're still gonna feel the way you do, which is shitty. That is not a feeling. And feeling fat or fearing being fat or not liking the way you look, which is often what feeling fat actually is, does not mean that you deal with these systemic issues. Okay, yeah, so a couple of things to unpack there. Uh, feeling fat is a feeling. If you don't believe me, try eating four crumble cookies in one sitting. Because I did that and uh, the best way to describe that is I did some damage. <laughs> I cost myself <laughs> like two or three workouts in 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> like we've, it was like a cookie hangover. Yeah, I've felt fat. I mean, dude, I've been fat. I've, I, I mean, since uh, March of 2022 of this year, I've lost 30 pounds. So I was at like 240 something and now I'm down to 208. So yay me. But systemic issues do I feel like I need like a bingo board at this point because a lot of these fat TikToks seem to regurgitate the same talking points, you know, like there's like systemic, uh, fat phobia, um, fat is not a feeling, health at any size. It's like they're all just kind of copy and pasting um, like their own, like each other's talking points instead of actually formulating a uh an original personal thought i mean there's a lot of personal feeling dude there's a lot of feelings floating around here and that's the fuel behind it unfortunately there's not a lot of logical and critical thought which is unfortunate and god forbid there would be otherwise you know this community wouldn't exist <laughs> oh a uh, logic and critical thought are like the vegetables <laughs> <laughs> Logic and cruel thought are the vegetables and lean meat for the brain. Pity. 
in 2010 to 2014, I was a counselor for teenage girls. And if this music video had come out then and they would have seen their fucking idol standing on a scale, looking disappointed and disgusted with herself and the word fat coming up, I can only imagine how hurt and disgusted with themselves so many of them would have been. Holy projection, Batman. That I mean, that's maybe how may she might feel, but if it were me, I'd like, you know what? I can relate to that. You know, she, like I've have, I have felt the same way back when, and all for those days where I was very overweight, I would, if I were to see that, I'm like, first off, why the hell am I watching Taylor Swift? <laughs> and two, with the image itself, I'm like, yeah, I have felt that way too. Realistically, if you watch the video, like she is in good shape. She is not the way she sees herself. She's not the way her inner demons say she looks. Like what she sees in the mirror versus what everybody else sees are completely different. Because in reality, she is fine. She is 100% fine. And that, I think, is, the, is a message people need to consider. Because... Like, I mean, even now, sometimes like with the mob bodybuilders I know, um, yeah, they'll look in the mirror and like, oh, I still got, you know, some more fat. I mean, no, I, you know, again with me, like, you know, I saw, I got abs or visual, but still I got that little flub flub, you know, that just that, like the, um, that last extra tire that the fat, the fat kind of just retreats to. That's like the one, the hardest part is, uh, the, the love handles and the, you know, that tire that just kind of. It's, it's kind of like Helm's Deep. <laughs> like, like that's the last line of defense for you for the fat in your body. I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> it did, I mean, I don't think anybody, she was out there to attack anybody. If anything, she was just expressing herself and she's being lit up for it. Dude, with my comedians, I see like, you know, every show I'm on or every open mic I go to, Sometimes, like, you know, there are jokes I don't like. That doesn't mean I'm going to go up to them and say, hey, remove that joke. That I'd be full of shit. I'd be a complete hypocrite if I went up to somebody and say, hey, you need to re-edit your art because of the way it makes me feel. I'm like, who the hell am I? I'm just some jackass. You know, I'm sure I there's no room for error. I know there's plenty of stuff in my in my act that offends people. So if somebody were to come up to me, this ha you know what, this has actually happened to me. I've had people tell me online in messages on social media, like, hey, um, I don't like that joke you told. Maybe you should remove it entirely. And I'm like, first off, who the fuck are you? And two, no, I'm not going to re-edit or cater my art in order to suit you. Because first off, who the hell are you? And two, if you... If you don't like it, then you can keep not liking it. But I'm sure with you know Taylor Swift, you know she's a you know an A-lister, and she has a lot of you know producers and you know executives and record labels and all you know, all these other people attached to her who are part of her gravy train that want to keep that money rolling. So they're probably you know what just nipping in the bud. Again, at that level, there aren't. There isn't much room for purists. <laughs> so, yeah, they're like, whatever, just, you know, we'll change the video, we'll just make these people happy and we'll go away and we'll just keep on counting the money on our yachts. <laughs> I'm sure, I, I'm assuming that's how it went. And I'm sure there's a lot of people right now who are feeling that way. Like, Taylor, you have fat fans. Did you consider them? I don't know. Did she call you? <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, like, you know, in the world of art, there's, there, is a, there is a point where you just don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks. Like, you know, with whenever I tell a joke that some people may not like, I'm like, you know what, you can keep not liking it, but you know what, it's a joke. A lot of time there is no personal thought or ambition behind it. Let me do it. I told a Planned Parenthood joke today. Was I canceled? Was I on the grounds for being publicly crucified on Twitter? So again, like you cannot like it all you want. Going out of your way to tell an artist what they can and can't say is, to borrow a word from your vernacular, problematic. It blows my mind that someone with this much power and influence who's all about empowerment and all this bullshit would do something so short-sighted and out of touch. Let me weigh in on this. Ah. See what I did there? I really got to reel myself in as to how much I am talking about Taylor Swift right now because I have never spoken about this woman at any length in my life. So it's not a, I really give a shit about Taylor Swift. It's more like I give a shit about telling artists what they can and can't say because to me that is bullshit. So yeah, if, you, if she really is empowered and if she really does back up those messages you claim she, you know, encourages, then hopefully you are empowered enough to, for lack of a better word, grow a pair <laughs> and to have a backbone. Because you know what? Like, dude, my, one of my favorite bands in the world are the Foo Fighters. All right. I love the Foo Fighters. Top favorite band of all time. And you know what? There are some songs that they have I'm not big fans of. But you know what? I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna call Dave Grohl and be like, hey, you know that song you put out? Uh I don't like it. If it were Dave Grohl, I'd be like, okay. Bye. And what would that say about me? What would that say about me telling another person what they can what they can and can't say or express through their art? I'd be full of shit, regardless of how she may feel bull over the whole issue. I mean, this is just a drop in the bucket for her. <laughs> she, so, she's like, oh, while well, all of you are crying on TikTok, she's, she, she's in one of her 17 mansions counting her money. Ah, keep on eating your feelings. I'm on my way to the bank. There we go. I guess that's my, my hot take. So yeah, if you, you can feel the way you want, by all means, you know, uh, in terms of telling artists what they can or can't say or portray in their own art, um, fuck you. So that's it for this video. Short and sweet. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that like, comment button, subscribe, all that bullshit, you know, make the algorithm my whore. Uh, if you're listening, you can listen to this on podcasts everywhere. So be sure to like, follow, subscribe, review, all that stuff. So thank you once again, and I will see you next time.